heated waves. Heated waves. Welcome to NBA Hang Time. I'm your boy, Mr. Bradstone, here with my longtime friend, great co-host, none other than T-Ball. Hey, what's up? Oh, we're here to talk some NBA. NBA only, hence the name NBA Hang Time. This is a Heated Waves podcast brought to you by Heated Waves Network and Radio. Um, today, we're just going to go over some quick things. Uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Fuck it. I'm going to go right into what I said earlier in a diff- couple different I- or a couple different podcasts with UT Ball, where I was talking about how the Lakers, even with LeBron James, the addition to him, because you know they say he's the greatest in the world. They're going to win this. They're going to make the playoffs. They're going to do all this crazy stuff, right? Well, guess yeah. what? With 25 games left, they're 28 and 29. I said that they would have 40 losses in the end of the season. ESPN actually put them at finishing the season for a protect projection total right now at 39 and 43. <laughs> I might just get my wish here. Yeah, um, ESPN's never wrong. <laughs> but no, um, I definitely think that's highly plausible. I definitely think uh, they will probably most likely lose 40 games. Um, and, you know, like you said, we talked about it before. LeBron makes no difference in the West. No, it's a lot harder league, and let me just prove this to you by telling you right now, the 7th and 8th place playoff spot in the Eastern Conference, where he was previously at before coming over to the West Conference, have two teams in the 7th and 8th place that are under 500, and, the, and, they're, and they have a playoff spot right now. That just tells you how weak the East is, right? Yeah, there's like, what, two powerhouse teams over there right now? Oh, absolutely. The Raptors and, and uh, my Milwaukee Bucks that are leading the whole league. But uh, I just think that's funny because the seventh place team is the Hornets. They're four games under 500. And the Pistons are in eighth place at five games under. And if you go over to the Western Conference, the lowest seeded, you know, in the seventh and eighth seed are at least five games over 500. That just tells you how hard it is to win again in the West. Yeah, um, I think the West is usually the dominant. Um, you know, they 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 tend to have the uh, better players, faster faster playing conference. Um, yeah, I, I prefer I prefer that conference, anyways. So I just thought it was funny. I had to throw it out there. It's not that I hate LeBron. It's just that they make so many excuses of why he's so good and what he's going to do. You know, especially when he was coming over to the L.A. Lakers. And there's no there's no reason in the world with 25 games left they can't go 14 and 11 and lose 40 games, like I was saying. They just don't have a good ball club, and I think the addition of LeBron James alone is going to do it. It's just not going to happen. You got to have two or three stars now in the NBA to compete. Would you agree or disagree, T Ball? Oh, I definitely would agree, and you know that's uh, I mean there's a lot of you know other things going on in the NBA with that whole LeBron thing because. You know, obviously, we talked about him trying to get all them superstars to come over to L.A. now, and it's there's this whole situation where you got, like, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, possible Knicks trade. Um, and if, apparently, if that were to happen, Anthony Davis would sign to the Warriors. And, you know, um, nobody, I think, really wants to go play with LeBron anymore anyways. Um I think they all know what the situation is um, with him being the leader. Um, he gets the ball first. The, the offense is ran through him first. Scoring goes through him first. Yeah, so when you're somebody like Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, hell, even Kyrie Irving, obviously, have we seen in past history, um, there's 
I mean, even Dwayne Wade said it. He's like, I had to take a back seat to LeBron James. And look how much longer Dwayne Wade's been playing than LeBron. So, you know, that's that's something you got to be willing to do as a player. And with all these young guys, you know, and they're making tons of money, they all think they're the shit. And that's the way the ball, you know, rolls. But, you know, you got... You got teams out here that are being built, and that's the new generation of basketball. Is who's going to have the superstar team now? I mean, we still got, you know, talks. Where's Clay Thompson going to go? Where's, where's a lot of people going to go? It's going to be crazy what we see next year. Oh yeah, it's going to be a free agency frenzy. Like, there's so many big name guys that could go elsewhere. But I mean, like I was saying, I guarantee you these guys either play for a bunch of money. Or they go and stack teams. And I'm just kind of, I'm over it. Like, yeah, there was good teams in the 90s and 80s and stuff like that that kind of had stacked teams. But they weren't stacked like they are now. Like, they literally take players of such high stack. I mean, Kevin Dur- you know, Kevin Durant and uh, uh, Westbrook couldn't get it done. So he jumped ship and went over there and started playing with Clay Thompson, you know, uh, Steph Curry. And you got... Other guys there, you know, Green. You know, there was just there was just a bunch of guys, and they they're just not going to go play by themselves anymore, except for a, a select few selfish guys that are going to go out there and you know be like, yeah, give me uh, two hundred million dollars over six seven years. Those kind of guys like LeBron and stuff like that. But it's okay. just I, I don't okay. know. It's sad. Let me it's sad. let me ask you let me ask you a question. Then you told me that um, I was wrong when I said LeBron James has ruined the game of basketball. When I had mentioned that um, the way he's made the big teams and made the superstar shit that, you know, that that wasn't that wasn't something to be mad at mad about or something. Um, So are you saying that you don't like the whole superstar team thing or what's your what's your take on that? I, I mean, that's just how NBA is played now. Like you were saying, and that's how yeah. you win ball games. Because of it's, LeBron James, he made it that way. That's why I hate it now. Yeah, if because he could win it by himself in Cleveland, so he had to go get powerhouses in, in in Miami, and you know go back to Cleveland with some guys. But yeah, I just it, it kind of pisses me off because it's just not fun to watch. Because this this is why I don't like it. Okay, so I'm just gonna admit I don't like it, and the reason why is because then you have what four, five, six teams that you know are going to be in the NBA playoffs next year. And then you got, what, another 20 teams that don't even get a chance at it because they don't have stack squads. They got one superstar. You know, teams like the Blazers, look at Damian Lillard over there balling all by himself. That's why he's balling. He's good. <laughs> yeah. He's really good. Don't uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away from his talent. But he's really good. It's just by himself. So, of course, he's going to score 30 points a game. He's the only guy fucking shooting it 23, four times. I just, that's, that's what I don't like is that there's four, five, six teams that are all stacked, and then the other twenty something have one guy. Have they don't do nothing. Yeah, they, it's just boring. It's boring. So, do you, do you disagree then when I say that's that's the way LeBron James has ruined the game of basketball is by creating that montage of players jumping around like that? Well, no, because he has ruined it. But then other people can argue and be like, "Well, Kobe did it." Kobe had to have Shaq. Kobe had to have blah, blah, blah. This guy, this guy. Well, Kobe had different younger or older guys while he was young in his prime. And he didn't go out and get Dwayne Wade-like players. Dwayne Wade, when he played with, with uh, LeBron in Miami, was his prime 
phenomenal years. Like the guy's a great basketball player. Them together was just unstoppable. And then Chris Bosh and Haslam and all the rest of the guys. But Kobe still won it without Shaq. That's what I'm that, saying. That's, that's the difference. But they're gonna they're gonna throw the argument in there's what I'm saying and to try to, you know, justify their reason of LeBron doing it or whatever. But yeah, he has ruined the game and it just makes the rest of it boring by it. And I, I just I don't know. He's over. He's overrated. Kevin Durant's the best player in my eyes. Well, that's a, that's a definite. I think Kevin Durant. I can name a lot of players that are better. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens over in LA with LeBron. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, I was a Lakers fan, um, and then I had to jump to OKC because I don't like LeBron. He's a good basketball player, but I didn't want him playing for the Lakers. Plus, Luke, if you're gonna bring in somebody like LeBron James. You better not have Luke Walton as your fucking head coach. Like, what are you thinking? Get him out of there. Yeah, he wasn't a good player. And why the fuck would he be a good coach if he wasn't a good player? Just because his dad was good? Well, because he played and his dad was a Hall of Famer. There's a crazy stat talking about points that I seen earlier. Out of the top five guys in scoring points per game, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant are both top five, of course. Uh... Curry averaging 28 points, Durant averaging 27. That's 55 points a game you get out of two guys. This is that goes back to the whole reason, kind of why I don't like the whole stack team. That's two guys scoring 55 points every night on average. Yeah, that's pretty insane. That's stunning to me. Like, and then you add in Clay Thompson's points, which I didn't even do the math, so don't ask me about that. But <laughs> you know what's funny about the Warriors is everybody says everybody, everybody on that that's a superstar team, and it's like no, it's just that that team meshes well together. They're trying to say they're trying to make it be like, oh, these guys are already all stars, and then they put this team together. It's like no, that's not the case in the Warriors. They just have a good coach and Steve Kerr. They run good plays, and you got players like Steph Curry and Kevin Durant who open it up for others. Obviously, it worked when they didn't have, uh, you know, Kevin Durant, but they couldn't get past, you know, LeBron James or win a title. Well, I guess they could. They lost, and then they went back with Kevin Durant and won it. But um, that was just that one extra opening of the door that they needed to make sure everybody got their fair share, and then they became a great basketball team. It didn't. That's the thing I hate when this whole conversation comes up about all-star teams and putting together this stuff is that the Warriors right now come and play and it's like, well, yeah, now they're all-stars because they're all balling now. But it's like they weren't all-stars before that before that team was, you know, thought of. They were like, oh, let's take Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, um, Steph Curry, we'll put them all on one team and then we'll throw in some Kevin Durant and whoever else we got over there as the fifth man and uh, we'll win us a championship. It's like, no, these got nobody knew who these guys were before they started making that run. So, other than Steph Curry, you know. So, that's one of the things I hate about when we have this conversation as people bring that up all the time. But Well, let me back that story up then because that goes back to the Michael Jordan team he had because who was Pippen before Jordan was there? Nobody knew of Pippen, really. Nobody knew of Rodman, really, right? Nobody well, knew of they knew, they knew of Rodman when he was in his time in Detroit. Well, yeah, he was a good rebounder and a defensive player, but he wasn't a, you know, he didn't play like how he played when he played with Michael Jordan. Like all those, they just meshed well together, as you're saying. Those guys, I mean, Jordan, you got to have one strong guy, Michael Jordan. And then he, his talent brings out chemistry and everything else, the talent out of everyone else, because when you're a really good player, 
one at least one really good player because that's what Steph Curry is to me or or you know whatever Kevin Durant but that's just the same thing is that well, they just mess well together fucking the god Phil Jackson well that helps a lot but that's the same thing Steph or Steve Kerr guess where where who or who he played for Steve Kerr yeah. at one point Phil fucking Jackson at one point so I mean in in Chicago so there you go that's what I'm saying it backs it up and he learned from the best and became a really good coach now and he's successful and they mesh well together I mean that's just where I was going with that that's all it just yeah. perfectly backs it up and it's the same concept in my eyes, of course, it's going to be, you know, haters and people like that out there, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of all these great, you know, all-star talk and these teams, they actually had the all-star uh, game um, in Charlotte, North Carolina the other day. Uh, Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. Um, of course, Team LeBron um, in that West won 178-164. G, you know, Giannis had a double-double in that uh, All-Star game. 38 points, 11 rebounds with five assists to put on top of it. Obviously, they lost, but Kevin Durant, who won the you know All-Star MVP, he had 31 points, seven rebounds, two assists. Um, I know we were talking about that three-point contest and how exciting that was going to be. And, of course, I either thought it was going to be Dirk Nowitzki or Steph Curry, and Steph Curry, or and uh, Steph Curry ended up going to the finals against Joe Harris, and they got, he got beat. Joe Harris won uh, the three point contest. So uh, he was a he was lights out, especially watching that last rack. I watched him shoot. It was just like wow, dude. Yeah, that last rack was insane. Both of them actually. Well, I just I didn't think that he would get dethroned. Oh, Steph Curry. I mean, he's just a guys one of the day. most pure shooters yeah, you never know you never know in sports that's why i love sports but it's just like he's such a pure shooter it blew me the away. way he was firing him up too it was crazy he was just in this rhythm it looked the exact same and it's almost just like he was tossing it up there it was so kind of quick it was weird but uh yeah joe harris congratulations once the three-point contest congrats, uh team congrats. lebron wants the all-star game now, I'm not sure what that means. I'm sure, like we had mentioned before, this All-Star game doesn't mean anything, does it? It never does. I mean, it's just nothing but dunks and lots and lots of points to make a bunch of revenue. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's just not... It's like watching the, the NFL, you know, Pro Bowl. These guys don't go a thousand percent. It just doesn't mean shit to them. It's just going out there and, and getting probably... You know, obviously, they get a bonus and stuff for making an All-Star team. Yeah. And shit yeah, like that. They get a bunch of extra money. Actually, I was watching an all-star game. It was when they had Magic. Oh, it was like everybody was a Hall of Famer. It wasn't just like, oh, there's a couple of nobodies out there and not so good players. Like everybody was balling. And um, whoever won got like a bonus or um, they got something for their conference. I think, yeah, everybody for that conference got a bonus if they won. So there was some incentive back then, though. But it was like Magic Johnson, I mean, Michael Jordan. You had all the greats out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Patrick Drexler. Weren't we watching that? Yeah, we were watching that together, dude. That was just a phenomenal stack team. Stockton Malone had yeah. Charles Barkley. He got the MVP. Balling. Yeah, he was balling. He got 20-something rebounds. What was it, 21, 22 rebounds or some insane yeah. shit? At All-Star game, yeah. And then he had like 20 uh, points to put on top of it. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. On, a, on a high ankle sprain. Right. Just play, play with that ankle sprain in an All-Star game. That's how much it meant. Right. 
but that was god that was a phenomenal stack just squads oh man that was fun that was fun to watch so who do you got in i guess let's say the final two teams these two teams play each other to see who plays in the championship who you got or like east and west or just yeah. east or just west two, or two eastern teams two western teams and then who meets in the championship uh well right now obviously i gotta go with my bucks they're leaving the nba and everything uh i think the raptors and Kawhi leonard they got something going on down there man they got something going and they're just right on the heels of the bucks and uh, those are the two powerhouse teams out of that division um, I won't say who's going to go on just yet, so let me jump over to the West. West, obviously, it's going to be the Warriors unless, you know, knock on wood, one of those three stars get hurt and miss, you know, quality time during the playoffs. Uh, they're obviously going to always, you know, make a good run and, and be real strong. And then the other Western Conference, I think there might be a little surprise this year. Maybe, uh, man, it could be the Nuggets. You never know down there. I mean, they're, they're silently killing. I mean... <laughs> But if I'm going to pick a winner there, I, it looks to me, and I'm also going off of you know ESPN's NBA championship percentage chance, it's got to be the Bucks, my Bucks and Golden State. It's, it's time for the Bucks to do something. And I want to see them dethrone the Golden State uh, Warriors finally because they do have the 37.5% chance to, uh, to make it and win the NBA championship versus Golden State at number two at 26.9 percent and the next closest team t-ball in third place is at 11.3 percent of a chance damn that's crazy so that's my predictions huh well i think in the west i'm gonna take the warriors races the thunder um and, then and i was right the- there i was right there dude i wanted to pick them but i was like get yeah, you know what paul george is killing but yeah, i just dude. i don't trust, i don't Crush. trust russell Wilson. I don't trust Russell Westbrook in the fucking in the playoffs. He just I don't know. He turns out to not. He said like you've been saying all season and every last couple seasons. He's a, a stat patter, and then he it goes away in the playoff times and shows you how good he's really not. Um, in the East, I'm gonna probably say the Bucks, and I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the 76ers. You think they're gonna get it together by then? What are they in fourth right now or something like that? Yeah, they're at 38 and 21. I mean, they got a good damn good team, a damn good team if they would just work on that, you know. And be being down low instead of out there in the three point. But well, hell, at the beginning of the season, they were, I believe, the number one team in the whole conference. So I'm oh, not yeah. sure what happened, but um, they let they stopped letting Embiid shoot threes, is what happened. But I think in the Western, I think the Warriors obviously beat the Thunder, and obviously the Bucks beat the 76ers. It'll be the Bucks and the Warriors. In oh the my God, you picked my Bucks! Wow. Usually yeah. you try to go against me, like I, I kind of do with you and your partner. <laughs> so I'm, I got to give you major props, man. They're just looking good with Giannis just killing. He's Dude, just he killing. Is. But you I mean, you got to play some good defense, but they are ranked, I believe, number two in defense. And uh, that's what you stop the Golden State if you throw them. So that, that's the only thing. You can, and firepower. I think they, they got, you know, right there about enough firepower. You know, in the West... I think uh, the Thunder are going to take them to all seven games, but uh, the Warriors are going to win it in the seventh. And then what did you predict for the finals? How many games would be? Oh, I think the Warriors will beat them in seven. Oh, you think the Warriors will beat the Bucks in seven in the finals? Yeah. It'll go you, piece all. Shit. you piece of shit. <laughs> it just will That's happen. Okay. That's okay. I, I got... Man, Milwaukee's been doing some things. In baseball last year, almost made it to the World Series in Game 7. Should have won, you know? And uh, the Bucks Speaking have, of got baseball, 
God, when we get there, we'll definitely start disagreeing again if that's what you really want. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to talk to you about the Cardinals. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll come with it. <laughs> so get ready. Get ready for those ones, folks. But this is, that's all I got. You got anything else to add in on That's it, buddy. Okay, well, this was fun. Um, this is NBA Hang Time with your boy, Mr. Bradstone, and... I'm T-Ball. This is Heated Waves uh, podcast and radio presented by us. So uh, stay tuned. This is our sponsor, and uh, thanks for coming on and listening to us. Send us your voicemails. Thanks, guys. Okay, so I was listening to your guys' NBA hang time, and let me say this about the uh, Warriors. Um, you, you said it best, they have a great team chemistry. They're proof that you don't have to have a super stacked team to win an NBA title because if you really look at it, they're not super stacked. And it's been proven before that no matter in all sports, that you try to super stack any team doesn't guarantee them a chance to win the pennant or the Super Bowl or whatever. It really takes people to work together. Now, as far as LeBron James ruining the game, that's just a fucking bull, bullshit. I don't like LeBron, but he's not ruining the game. He's a businessman. The way That's the way I see it. A lot of other teams have done the same thing and with their players as well as superstars, you know. So that's what we got to face. Hey, there is something I did want to mention. Okay, so last year the Cleveland Cavaliers made it to the, all the way to the NBA Finals, right? So they they played the Warriors, and everyone was saying, "Oh, the Cavs are not stacked enough." But the question is, is like for the Cavs to have gotten to the NBA Finals and beat out all those teams, you know, it showed that they did have talent. It wasn't just about LeBron. Um, it was more about how they they hustled eventually and as far as LeBron I think he just opens his mouth way too many times about other players and trying to surround him you know instead of like being like Michael Jordan like look we're gonna fucking play this game and it's gonna be done and we're gonna win championships and I'm not trying to take it all on my shoulders but we're gonna do this that's the big difference 